You are not going to hit bulk by happenstance. It's not going to happen. Muscle mass will leave your ass like a trifling man. Welcome to the Peaches Ain't Pink podcast. A show with two cousins from different worlds with the same dedication to glutes and truth. I'm Meredith Atwood, a former attorney turned coach and author of The Year of No Nonsense. And I'm Brianna Belser, a Harvard grad turned TV writer and actor. Leave your expectations at the door and join us. Time to grow your peach. Hello, everybody. So we've got a great episode for you guys on how to start strength training. Now, we talked a little bit about physical strength. We've talked a little bit about emotional strength and mental strength. But actually, how do you get down to the nitty gritty of strength training in the gym with the trainer, with the equipment? So we're going to unpack a lot of this sort of beginnings of strength training, hopefully give some tips and tricks and hearing from Meredith, who is a professional coach. So you guys, this is a free consultation. You better cash in because the next one might not be free. So Meredith, first, give us a little bit of context. You're a coach, but you used to be an attorney. What made you launch into this? And what is your specialty? Where's the bread and butter of coaching for you? Yeah. So my way, way background is in weightlifting, right? So I started weightlifting when I was 14. And so I've been comfortable in a gym for a really, really long time. And I realized as I went through all the many stages of my adult life that many women are just not comfortable in a gym and they, they walk in and go over to the cardio side of things and that's it. And the more I progressed when I was doing triathlon a lot, I didn't think about the impact of strength training as much, even though it's a big component. Um, But as I've kind of pivoted a little bit, I realized that a lot of women contact me about strength training and how do I start? And there's just this fundamental um, issue, I think, even, even though there's been a lot of progress, but that women shouldn't lift weights or can't lift weights, or, or maybe I'll just stay on the cardio machine to get the body I want. And I think everyone's growing away from that. Like we're realizing, okay, no strength training is good for your bones. It's better as you age, but there still is a great fear around the gym, the equipment and uh, the classic one of, I just don't want to get too big. (laughs) And, and so I thought we could start with talking about these fears and for anyone who's listening and you love strength training and you're into it, this is a great episode to share with your friends who are brand new because you're going to know this stuff. But I think there's a lot of food for t- thought because I mean, my goal is to get everyone in the gym lifting the dumbbells. I mean, I really believe it is super, super empowering. So the first fear, I think, Brie, and you tell me what you think is, I don't even know what to do in a gym. I don't I walk in, I see the Stairmasters, I see the treadmills, I stay there. The other side of the gym with the men in the tank tops, I don't even know what to do. So, I mean, the bro tank, the chads and the bro tank, <laughs> the chads and the, they're my people. <laughs> I love nothing more than a bunch of bros. I do. I love training with the dudes, but not all the women do. And so, um, yeah, why, why are we scared of, of the equipment? So I think the equipment 
poses so many fears in terms of competence. Do I know how to rack weights? Do I know what rack weights means? It means whatever bar that you're going to add a weight plate to that you properly add it in a symmetric order and that you secure it. Oh, that's a really good one. Like, let's pause there and go like, that's so basic, but so important when you're loading a barbell. So a barbell is the really long bars that you see the dudes on the bench going like the bench pressing. That's a barbell. And racking a weight is absolutely putting one weight on each side at a time, (laughs) not overly loading one side. Absolutely. So there's a fear about the lingo. There's a fear about getting hurt. These are weights. These are tens of tens of pounds of iron. So if you drop it, it's loud. Everyone's going to look at you. It's conspicuous. There's a self-consciousness, I think, that comes around the equipment. The other thing is it's fucking gross. <laughs> like, the equipment's nasty. No, it's, it's not. Sweaty. It's that. grimy. It's all of that. And so I think, you know, there might be this hesitation in terms of sanitation. And I think it's easy to normalize. Bring a towel. Wipe down your stuff before or after you use it implement good equipment strategies so that you feel safe and comfortable in the gym and don't worry about being a noob i've seen so many of my sports and team folks who are just like it's fine you know sweat's good for the immune system if that's not your thing bring weight gloves you don't have to put your hands in a covid world on the gym equipment all gyms offer some sorts of cloths and cleaners. Use them. I wipe down everything, everything honey. Don't you stress. I touch. Yes. Me too. Yes. And that's great. See, that's just good gym culture. And I think it's a way to interact with the equipment that can reduce any of those sorts of sanitary fears. Um, and then besides competence and sanitation, I think the other thing with equipment is how do you look? You have to learn how to use it. So you might run the risk of not looking like fucking Thor right out of the gate. You might look a little bit like Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) And I think you just have to embrace that each piece of equipment requires some familiarity in order to become facile with it, in order to be really confident with it. And then you can look cool and stare at yourself and grunt in the mirror and take, you know, selfies. Right, right. Because so, I will take a mirror selfie in a heartbeat. Oh, me too. The, the gym mirrors are good sometimes. Like, the gym I get mirror home, treats like, you so good. What has happened? I did not look like this 20 minutes ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I think to that end, where we start in this, I think we agree on this, is if you're going to go to the gym, start with dumbbells. Now the dumbbells are the little things, you know, the little weights, not the big long ones, literally dumbbells. I think everyone might know what a dumbbell is. If not, Google dumbbell and there's a picture of it. So if you go to like a big gym, like a mega gym, they're going to have like these racks. That's where you, if you're looking for the dudes, the dudes are there. Go find the dudes. They're doing the bicep curls. Um, But you can decide, hey, today I'm going to bravely go into my gym and I'm going to do a dumbbell workout. And before you get there, I think this is really important for beginners. Go with a plan. Get on YouTube. 
search up dumbbell upper body workout or dumbbell workouts for beginners. Dumb, like get on the YouTube and write it down on a piece of paper, watch the videos and go just do that. Pick three sets, you know, of whatever and, and go try it and then feel really brave that you did something. But I think a lot of times people walk into the gym and say, I'm going to do a strength workout today with no plan with no idea and they wander. So like you got to pick your plan and figure out what you're going there to do. And so I had told Brie offline, I said, I really like to take a beginner, like a true newbie and do one muscle group. And so coaches and trainers everywhere are like, what? You should do these compounds. Yes, eventually you should. But the reason I like to train someone on one muscle. So for example, I will give a straight bicep workout and the bicep is you know, the muscle in the front of your upper arm, you know, the traditional muscle, right? And I will have someone go do three, four or five sets of bicep work because the next day they will go, oh, that's my bicep. I know, I get it. I know exactly what I did to make <laughs> that hurt. And then I'll have them go do just triceps. And they're like, oh, because when you just go do um, a full body hit workout, you just hurt. Like everything hurts. You're not getting really intimate with feeling that particular muscle retract. And, and so it's just a beginner strategy that I like to employ. Um, and then after that, you do like combining muscle groups. But for a true beginner, dumbbell bicep workout, like Google some exercises for that and head to the gym and do your biceps for 15 minutes and you will hurt so bad <laughs> the next day. I love that. I, I think, you know, your strategy of focusing on a group in order to create body awareness yeah. of that muscle group is awesome. And to the YouTube of it, make sure that you pick something that feels doable. Don't pick anything daunting. Just like Meredith said, three sets is great. And then when you get there, you should feel the effort required to lift the weight. So if you can zip through the dumbbell workout, you're already strong and you need more weight. Right. You should have to exert yourself throughout the workout. You shouldn't feel like you're about to rip something, but <laughs> you should be exerting. Rip something. <laughs> yes. And that's a good point too. And I feel like we should even break it down further when we say sets. So yes. if you walk into the gym and you pick up a dumbbell and you go one, two, three, four, all the way to 12. Those are called repetitions and sets are sets of repetition. So you would ideally go in and do like three sets of 15 repetitions. And so when we say sets, that's what we mean. So you, you do things in a row and you take a slight rest, 30 seconds, maybe a minute, and then you do it again. And that's how you b build muscle like awareness and growth and, and the whole thing works. Um, there's a million ways to do sets that's advanced. But when you think about going in as a beginner, think about doing three to five sets of 10 to 12 repetitions. And so like Bree said, you want the weight to be heavy enough so that around 10 to 12 reps, you're like, Ooh, it's burning. Like this is hard because then you're doing it right. And it's an appropriate weight. So we talked about our first big fear here, which is just the equipment. Let's talk about another fear. And this is a little bit of a sneakier fear, gym culture. So we know about the chads. We know about the people who are already living at their body goal. But what does it mean for a woman to be in the weight room? 
How does that feel? What does it mean to wear shorts and a t-shirt versus Lululemon? There's so much gym culture fear around strength training. How can we unpack it and face these fears? Yeah. I mean, I think you just have to decide what your goal and what your dream is. Like if you want to get some muscles or you just want to strengthen your bone density, like who cares what people think? I mean, this is like a theme in life, right? You're going to look dumb sometimes. So it, but at the same time, I really truly believe no one gives a shit about what you're doing. Everyone is so worried about what they look like. And so to, to say gym culture, like you're, you're dead on, there's a culture, but no one cares. Like truly no, I only care if you are behaving badly in the gym. And, and I want to talk about that too, before we go, I definitely want to hit some gym faux pas. Um, but I think the gym culture is the same as any culture. I think if you walk into anything new, there's always going to be this feeling of, oh gosh, I'm new. I don't fit in here. And yes, you're right, but no, you're not right too, because it really is, it's in your head. It, it, unless you're behaving badly, no one's worrying about what you're doing. Amen to that. I would give a couple tips to follow Meredith right up. One is the way that you dress. Make sure that you wear clothes that can allow you to move. So I've seen people go to the gym in jeans and denim, and I've seen people wear shoes that aren't stable. So commit to a pair of sneakers, a pair of shorts, and a t-shirt. Sweat circles are normal. Nobody gives a fuck. So you don't have to worry about combating them things. In fact, earn a sweat circle every gym session. Um, I think bring some water and bring a towel. Just get your little kit that you have. Meredith has already said pre-plan a workout and a muscle group to focus on. So you know your game plan, you look good, you'll be hydrated, and you can clean off whatever if you're a germaphobe in this COVID world. And then from there, take advantage of the fact that the gym can be a selfish place where you focus completely on you your growth. You get to blast an awesome playlist and stare at yourself in the mirror while you get strong and sexy. The gym can also be a community. And what I found, you know, I would go to the gym between 9 and 11 p.m. and I went six times a week and I started to see familiar faces who clearly had a similar schedule. We gave each other the uh, head nod. Um, I had friends who I, in my head, were friends who I'd never spoken to, but I was like, ooh, new shoes, new shoes, nice. I would just note little details, and it made the gym feel more familiar. It made it feel like a place where I belonged because there were other people who were just an installation of the environment. So to the gym culture, the last thing is we hear especially in Los Angeles, we hear so much criticism of girls who wear makeup to the gym or people who wear matching outfits to the gym. What I would say is mind your damn business. Yes. Focus on the strength training and let other people live. And in you letting other people live, hopefully you're empowered to believe that other people are letting you live. Nobody gives a fuck. Right, right. And I always think about the people wearing makeup to the gym. Maybe they're coming from work. Like, you know, thank you. And they had their face on or it's midday. Like, and who cares? Like, I, I tell you the few times I've worked out with makeup on, I sure feel prettier in my gym selfie and I might start wearing it. You know, <laughs> I like, love wow, it. I look good today in my leggings. Oh, and another thing I would say to add to the workout um, attire, 
if you feel weird about your body, you don't like yourself in workout clothes, get yourself a solid pair of black leggings and get yourself a nice t-shirt. You'll be fine. Like truly black leggings are yes. very encouraging. They, they just, it's, it's a good thing. So, and also if you happen to do jump rope or something and pee your pants, black leggings, <laughs> hide <laughs> urine, who knew? Bree doesn't have to worry about Black that. leggings got you back. So gym culture, what about the fear that you are gonna get big? <laughs> I love talking about this. Me too. And I said talking, but I mean ranting. Let me break this down. There are people who dedicate their lives to building and maintaining muscle. Not regular hours of gym work. Their lives. Right. And they have to continue pursuing the building and maintaining of muscle in order to be bulky. There is nothing you can do in 45 hours, at the, 45 minutes, excuse me, at the gym that will fucking accidentally bulk you up. <laughs> it right. is one of the most labor intensive, intentional, strenuous, discipline defined goals. You are not going to hit bulk by happenstance. It's not going to happen. Right. Muscle mass will leave your ass like a trifling man. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so you do not have to stress bulking up. Right. Just focus on getting toned because even getting toned, you will find is quite, quite an endeavor. Yes. And I mean, I can anecdotally speak to this. Even when I was an Olympic style weightlifter in high school, squatting hundreds and hundreds of pounds all the time, I just had bigger thighs than you. You know what I mean? Like I was not, yes. you know, I was larger, but I was throwing around a ton of weight, a ton. So, and now I'm trying to put on muscle mass like crazy. And let me tell you how hard it is. And also research shows that women cannot absent some really big diet um, changes and perhaps hormone replacement therapy, put on more than a half pound of muscle a month. Do you know what a half pound of muscle is? It's like the size of a tiny, tiny sirloin. <laughs> and that's across your whole body. And I'm a tiny, tiny, a tiny, sirloin. tiny sirloin. And the thing you've got to realize too, is if you're in the gym and you're building muscle cells, you're building muscle mass and women are like, oh, mass, but you want muscle mass because it burns fat. It metabol, mm -hmm. it, it, you know, speeds up your metabolism. It makes you look better. It makes you tighter. So quit with that. I don't know that anyone's still out there making that argument, but I do think it is a fear, a fear of women. It's a huge thing in my cohort, huge, because Instagram has made being fit, quote unquote, meaning have visible muscles and cut a, a status symbol and a sign of beauty, the way that it used to be slim and trim. Mm. And girls will say, well, I don't want to get big. And I'm like, girl, you're not gonna. Yeah. You're not. It won't happen. And I'm over here wanting to get big. I want to get like ripped and have all these muscles. I don't know. Like, I really do. I just because I think it's so hard. Like, I don't want to be crazy, but I do. Like, I'm like, yeah, give me some muscle mass. It's oh my fine. gosh. It's such a, whenever I see anyone who's just cut to death, I'm like, mad respect. You put in the work. Yeah. You're disciplined. No it question. Is, it is not easy. So 
I want to pivot because you said we should talk about some gym faux pas, and I am very excited. <laughs> very excited. There is a measure of respectability that is required at the gym, and yet some folks fall short. So what are some gym faux pas that you have experienced, and what can we do to not be that asshole? Yes. So this, if there is any part of this episode to listen to as a newbie, listen to this part. Um, you do not want to do certain behaviors such as being an equipment whore. <laughs> this means you don't get to use all the equipment. Like unless the gym is virtually empty, you don't get to do circuit training. You don't get to reserve five machines and go between all of them. Like unless the gym is low volume. Okay. So that is an asshole thing to do. I was in the gym last week this girl was jumping machines not to mention we're in covid there's a sign that you stick to your machine and then you clean it and then there's another sign that you have to have a piece of equipment between everyone as you work out so here's this girl lily padding from machine to machine i'm squatting my butt lily just, padding <laughs> just i'm on the leg press i'm not moving i'm doing five sets of 30 i'm there a while and she's just glaring at me because I came in, she was not on that machine and I parked. I wiped it down and I parked. Apparently that was part of her lily pads. And she had an attitude and she goes, when are you going to be done? And I said, when I'm done, I said, can you read this sign? And I will tell people, do not talk to me <laughs> like that. And it's you know, disrespectful. It is. I think the lurking and the, when are you going to be done? How about fuck off? Yeah. Go find another machine. It drives Correct. me crazy. It drives me crazy. So if you are just, just pick a machine, pick a square on the floor in the dumbbell section, like put your little towel down, put your phone in your water bottle and return to that square and go get your dumbbells and return to that square. Find your space and be very clear that you're going to occupy that space for a period of time. And don't be afraid to get a little mouthy with someone who wants to occupy your space. I mean, really, if you're doing the respectful thing, um, you're doing the right thing. And so take one machine. And again, if the gym is empty, like I'll go in the gym, sometimes no one is there, I'll lily pad. And then the second someone comes in, I wipe it down and I get back on one machine. Um, but I think it that's a, con that's a courtesy, right? Is to stay in your space and don't be a hog. <laughs> And don't, yeah, you know, just that is basic gym etiquette. And also um, returning the weights to the racks. If you take the oh weights off, oh my gosh, put them this back. is massive. Say it again, Meredith. This yes. is massive. And you unload your bar. If you're using a barbell, you unload your bar. You don't walk off. You clean it up. Just like if your kids were, you know, you'd yell at them for not cleaning up their mess. You, you leave everything as you find it in the gym. It's not like you use or it. Or leave it better than you found it. Better. We talked yeah. about racking weights, which means loading up your bar. So you want to re-rack. So you dismantle the entire bar, put all of the weights in their designated spaces, wipe down the bar and return it. Even if you found a racked weight that already had weight plates on it that you had to disassemble, do it. Implement the culture. You're better for it. You will get infinite side eye, especially if you become a gym regular. If you're the asshole who puts tons of weight plates on a barbell, then leaves it yeah. dirty and racked when it should be re-racked. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little more advanced. I think that what we're talking about, cause no one's going to walk in and like throw on a bunch of 45s, but to that end, <laughs> like having, I think it's bad gym etiquette. If you are in um, a gym where there's not a lot of people and you are doing heavy weights and you have no spot. And yes. this drives me fucking crazy. Like I will be in the gym, me and one dude who's bench pressing 280 and he has no spot. I can't even work out because I am too busy that thinking that man's getting pinned. And so I always go over to them and I say, I'm here if you need me to spot. And they look at me like, and I think you think I, you know, and so <laughs> I just have to watch And just them. to be clear here, a spot means when you start lifting extremely heavy and you're trying to push your max or you're just feeling ambitious, you have another person there who is positioned to catch the weights if you falter right. to prevent you from busting something. Right. So this is a spot. Can you spot me? I will spot you. And to Meredith's point, the faux pas comes in. It's stressful to watch someone potentially hurt themselves and others around if they drop 300 pounds. <laughs> they can That will fall on toes. It's going to hurt the person who's lifting. It could plummet and damage the floors. It's stressful. Don't do it. Right. And another thing, and we're getting too advanced now, but just you should never spot someone squatting. Let, if you are squatting, you should dump the bar. Like, because unless you're squatting a lightweight, like if you're doing like maybe a hundred to, to 185, someone can help you lift that. But there comes a diminishing return of a spotter to a certain amount of weight. There is no one who's going to be able to hold with their biceps a 250 pound squat. You know what I mean? Right. And they and right. you need to just get out of the way. I see that all the time. Like, oh my God, why are you spotting a 400 pound squat? Get out of the way. They can dump it if they start to lose it, absolutely. you know, you know so there's, absolutely. and that's, that's a little more advanced, but you know, part of this is learning is watching, you know, you can watch people in the gym and you'll get an idea of the people who know what they're doing really quick. You really will see that the way that they flow, the way that they're comfortable. And it's good to find that like person to emulate in the gym and kind of watch what they do and see, you know, who has a body that you like. And like, mm -hmm. I have a couple girls that I'm like, I just look at them and I'm like, what aspirational. Yeah. What do you eat? <laughs> what do you, <laughs> what true. is your workout like? Um, and then the final thing I think I want to say is um, with regard to training your muscle groups, there's a million ways to do it, but you're really want, you want to work on balancing your body. And, and there's always going to be parts of your body you hate working. Like it's no, I hate legs, but I need legs more than anything. Oh and my so, God. Agreed. Leg day is the worst. <laughs> leg day is the worst. But just try and even it out. And then you'll find as you go along, you'll have other areas that you can do more on because you need it. Like I need to do shoulders. Like I need a hole in the head. Like my shoulders are overdeveloped. They're huge. Like I, people write shoulders for me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing shoulders because I got to get the rest of my body caught up to it. Um, but learning what you like is really important and doing more of that, but also training your weaknesses like legs is really important too. Preach. I think this is great and it takes us right where we need to be which is a tip for how to grow your peach and start strength training whoops <laughs> oh. oh okay we'll just edit that out it's fine <laughs> so again this is a great way to end our episode with a tip for how to grow your peach and start straight training so meredith 
what can you leave us with? Well, I think if you're a brand newbie to the gym, the first thing to do is we've already touched on is to pick a plan and start with the dumbbells. So research some exercises, write it down on a little piece of paper, put it in your phone and just go give it a try. Go bravely. No one is looking at you. I promise. I really promise they're not. And as long as you adhere to good gym etiquette and don't be a gym machine whore, <laughs> you will be fine. You really will be fine. And, and the benefits to strength training are, I can't even tell you, there is nothing like lifting something heavy and making your muscles hurt to just really give you a sense of power. And I love it. I love it. Amen. Love it. Yeah. Amen. And with that, guys, we leave you. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to Peaches Ain't Pink. If you want us to riff on something specific, DM us on Instagram at Peaches Ain't Pink. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with your favorite peaches. <laughs>